0: episode 754 for September 2022 and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast and I'm your host Brad Douglas. That opening song was a lo-fi hip-hop version of the Spider-Man theme song performed by the Distro Kid. So if you're into lo-fi hip-hop, we got you covered here on the Crawl Space. Before we get to our episode, I want to thank people that made it possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and they help me pay the bills. They also get some nice perks. For instance, they've had this episode for about two and a half, three weeks uh, exclusively on Patreon. Uh, Also, they get some behind-the-scenes info from the site. Um, I had a Tom DeFalco interview recently where we celebrated his 50th year in comics, and we had a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff that uh, I shared with the Patreon members. They also get exclusive episodes like our spider satellite episode that i just released that is up on the uh, patreon page and they also get their names uh read and also uh they're up on the screen when we do our video streams so a big thank you goes out to gene ghost spider 2018 jr robert scott vinkman beautiful vosh adam brian cyber weasel love that one uh frazetta hulk frederick Jacob, James, Jesse, John, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Matthew, Noah P., Ryan, Sarah, Scott F., Scott M., Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Jeffrey, Haskimo. I'm going to skip this one. By the way, that's his actual handle. I'm going to skip this one. I'm not skipping them every month when I read it, but that's his handle. I'm going to skip this one. Uh, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John, Curtis, Mitzi86, Patrick, Ryan, Sailor, Sega, Steven, Stewart. And we also have Symbiobro and Toby Z. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, help support the site and the podcast. And you will make I will make sure that more episodes come out in the future by helping me pay the bills and you also get some nice perks. So, all right, on with the episode. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our 900th issue of Amazing Spider-Man to Review. Someone that's the closest to the H900 is JR. What's going on, JR? (laughs) That was
1: mildly amusing. If somebody else had had said it, I might have put them on
0: my list, Uh, but uh, but I'll I'll give you that one. You can't put me on your list, can you? I thought I was already on your list. Well... (sighs) That's true. I guess it's, uh,
1: I guess, I guess that you're always on there kind of in a made a way, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 900 down 100 to go. So.
0: Yeah. And you've said at a thousand, you're going to reassess if you're continuing the thousand one, 000, right? If I'm alive, if I'm alive, if you cause I'll probably, be alive. Be,
1: I'll probably be the one closest to being dead by
0: that time. So. <laughs> well on that upbeat note, let's introduce Kelly. Hey Kelly. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Sure. Um, Looks from like from your shirt, you're ready for Halloween. Yes, you're always Basically. ready for Halloween. If I remember correctly, you're Obviously. excited for Halloween. Obviously, I sent Kelly a, a, a image of a thirty foot Michael Myers that you can put in your front yard. I don't know if that would get flown away by the wind. You'd have what? to. Strap I mean, that it's thing inflatable,
2: but also how much? Like, think about how much like electricity would be needed on the generator to like. Yeah, that's
3: true. For yeah. thirty
2: five feet, that's kind of. Ridiculous. They have
0: Spider-Man inflatables too for Christmas. I'm not sure they have them for Halloween, but you probably put them out in your yard if you want.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I wouldn't put anything out in the yard. It just, it's just an, well, it's an invitation to, to vandals. I mean, it just is, you know, someone just driving by. I mean, we had a couple of, uh, for Christmas, once we had a couple of deer that lit up and I was literally like gone for five minutes. And needless to say, somebody thought thought they'd get cute
0: with the deer. So uh.
2: get cute yeah they I,
0: had him. i i think i know what they did oh, to the year oh,
2: oh, oh. <laughs> i was i was assuming you caught somebody doing something no no, <laughs> Not, no. okay no.
0: well no. this is taking a left turn jr thanks we'll talk about this again at christmas time
2: <laughs> please
4: don't
0: yeah. please don't i, I don't will. want no 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 santa and the reindeer and anyway who else do we have on the show we have craig aka Horniseg what's up man
3: hello it's hard to pass the follow-up uh deer is possibly doing strange things on jr's (laughs) one but i'll try
0: well this is par for the course actually this i've had weirder (laughs) intros sadly to say but love your shirt man you said 10 bucks from walmart huh looking 10 bucks
3: at walmart so it's everything must go
0: i guess nice and you met her on a spider collector episode we have sarah what's up sarah
5: Hey, guys, I actually do have, which I forgot to show in my collection, the Christmas inflatable Spider-Man that goes out in your front yard. I thought you were going to say you had no. deer in your
0: front yard. I'm like, please,
5: yeah. no. <laughs> not, not yet, not yet.
1: <laughs> uh, wow, it's goes, estrogen goes, times two, this podcast. Yeah, we have, oh, we have
4: wow.
0: females. Represented. Oh. <laughs> and test And well. times three if we're doing the biological <laughs> equation. Uh, Vinkman says, Sarah, and Vinkman also goes inappropriate Christmas decoration stories with JR coming to a hallmark near you. Evidently, <laughs> we also have Mike and I hope Mike appears because he's going to review ASM 900 for us. He's, he's the main reviewer on this. I may see if, Hey, Brad, I just got home after being stuck in traffic for 20 minutes. Be right on soon. Literally. He knew I was talking about him. He just DM'd me. Just me. Uh, um, uh, here's an idea, Kelly. I thought he... How about we do the backups first, and then we'll go to the main. Wait, you want to do that?
2: I I wasn't doing uh, a backup.
0: Look at the Google Doc. I, just I received the message this morning. I yeah.
2: wasn't doing them. It just no. said,
0: "Oh, Craig is doing them." I'm sorry. I received the message. Thirty. Sorry, <laughs> like, right, Kelly. The heck? Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Craig is doing it. All right, Craig. You want to <laughs> do the backups of ASM nine hundred?
3: Go ahead, Craig. I'm yeah. sorry. What? The look on Kelly's face was the look on my face half an hour ago. Uh, oh, look, you just you realized me? you had to do them too. <laughs> <Hello>? hey, <laughs> so I get the I message from you. Brad yesterday saying, Hey, do you want to be on the review show? I'm like, sure. And he's like, okay, uh, we're doing 900, 901. I'm like, okay. And Brad doesn't say anything else. I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm just on to be uh, to be background noise. Half an hour ago, I get the message from Brad saying, "Here's the links. Uh, here's the rundown." Oh, Craig is doing the three backups, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess I'm doing the three backups." So that would be I've, you? Yep. <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been Here, scrambling get, with some notes. Let for me last...
0: uh, get to the backups. What What was the first backup? I think it was the library right. books.
3: So the first one is the library book. Uh, Better late than never. Uh, writer is Daniel Cable Smith. Artist is David Lopez. And Neil's not here, so but I'll also mention another color. This is uh, Nathan Fairbairn. Fairbairn? Probably mispronouncing that name. Uh, so this is it. And all these backups are really short. Um, this one, I think, is only like four or five pages long. So Spidey is going to the New York Public Library to return some overdue books because they have announced they're waiving all late fines. And this is an actual thing as of October 5th, 2021 uh from the press release research shows that fines are not effective in ensuring book returns new yorkers are quite reliable and responsible wait did a new yorker write this uh guess oh. no, no uh clearly respecting our collections and the need for them to be available for others to borrow so this is an actual thing so i guess Three. back in october they thought hey this is a good idea for a spidey book let's put it in eight months later after it actually took place um, <laughs> because every
0: anniversary issue has to be padded out to 10 bucks and have some backup stories have been in the, the drawer a few years, right?
3: Yeah. This was probably written like back in October when this was announced. Uh, oh, and I I never heard about this, but the little blurb says this is an actual thing. So I Googled it and yeah, October 5th of last year, last year this happened in New York. Yeah. Uh, so we wow. get a few bla- flashback scenes of Peter losing some books while he fights the lizard carnage and the vulture. Um, and then Peter goes inside and he meets this library who I don't believe is named, uh, but she is uh, very—I uh, don't know—at the very end, I think she's flirting with Peter. But she's very, very nice back and forth as they go through all the books that Peter is returning, uh, including yeah. some which are real and some which are likely made up. Uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and Farewell to Arms, obviously, but there's ones here about uh, herpetology for the aggressive reptile owner, which is probably which is about fun. the lizard, but. Uh, If if George was here, I'd say it was about Stegron, Hollywood Magic, Mysterio, (laughs) um, Do-It-Yourself Electrician's Guide to Installation for Electro, uh, The Very Grumpy Octopus, which sounds like a children's book, uh, which I don't know how that would help him fight Doc Ock. Uh, I did like The Complete Works of Van Rand, um, which obviously- Total uh, Ditko reference, yeah. Total Ditko reference, yes. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, ah, yeah. Uh, The Vampires, Myth and Reality, beginners uh, beekeeping swarm swarm um, <laughs> uh, the idea that Aunt May is reading Fifty Shades of Grey is kind of disturbing <laughs> but then again we did have that uh, beyond issue with her and Doc Ox. so you uh, mm. know that Aunt, Aunt, Aunt May is kind of feisty uh, Dr. Foss is a real book but I don't remember what it's about and I, it's like I said I only had a half an hour to write up these notes uh, I did like the black cats and other superstitions yeah, uh, but it turns out that, but even though the 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 fees are waived, uh, Peter actually owes over four hundred and fifty dollars because the books are all damaged. Which, as we saw in the previous flashbacks, uh, he they kind of like fell out of his web web backpack when he was yeah. fighting supervillains. So, right. in order to, and he says, I don't have the the money for that. So uh, he actually works off the fees by dressing up as Spidey for the library's story time. And which is the library cute. Look, look at the blue, which is down. very which is very cute with the little girl hanging off of his, uh, off of his leg. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and all basically these, and the one little girl crying is that she has no interest in story time and, and Spider-Man at the library. Right. Uh, and the librarian gives Peter her card and my notes at the very end says, support your public libraries folks.
0: Okay. So Craig, what would you give this for a grade?
3: Um, for a, it's a backup. Uh, like I said, it's very short. I give it a B. It's fun. Uh, I lo- the book titles are the best part. Uh, there's no villain, yeah. but what do you want for uh, like a four-page backup?
0: Exactly. Uh, I'd give it a B. Also,
3: Jr. D. D. <laughs> D? Good God. Okay. D, uh, Ke- D, D for defund the libraries. I assume. do oh, wow. <laughs> well, we have Rose the internet? We
1: don't need libraries. <laughs>
2: Uh, I give it a B plus, but okay. mainly for that one scene with Cute Kids and Spider Man because we don't get that ever yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah. Sarah, what would you give it for a grade?
5: You know, that's funny, Kelly, that you say that because I also wanted to give it a B plus for the same reason. That panel <laughs> that, that Brad showed of him with the kid hanging off his leg is so cute. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. that that is adorable.
4: It's
2: it's worth it for a backup story. So I think it's a solid B plus. Um yeah. I mean it's it's exactly what it's supposed to be, a backup story. Yeah. Filler. Yeah. Filler.
3: And it obviously was was inspired by this real life thing about libraries. So they said, Hey, let's let's do a Spidey story that that right. talks about that.
0: And we also have Mike. Mike, welcome. Yay! Hey. Oh, he's, oh Mike is oh, Mike, Mike is he's a project. Okay, we don't have Mike. Okay. <laughs> uh, Craig, any cons on it? Um, I mean, there's not much to it. No, I mean, not, you like it or you don't. Not really, <laughs> like I said. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said,
3: the only con really is there's no villain. But really, for a four-page backup, I mean, that's about the libraries. You're not probably. Like, uh, is there a bookworm villain? Um, like from the, maybe from the Electric Company show? I don't remember. That could that could have popped either. up, but. But I'm, yeah, I'm, a villain really would have fit into this type of
0: story. I'm curious about JR's, uh grade. Why would you give it a D? Well, because uh, it was written by
1: Daniel Kibblesmith, who tried to give the world safe space, snowflake, and screensaver. Well, <laughs> uh, you holding that against
0: them, that, the New Warriors thing that didn't come out? Yes. I thought the oh, name was man. familiar. Yes. All right. Uh, you got another one. Uh, yes. Craig, take me through this one.
3: Spidey meets Jimmy. Um, which writer is Jeff Loveness, but I am assuming that this is a pseudonym for the late uh, Ron Zimmerman, uh, based on the content of this story, which is very Ron Zimmerman, Zimmerman-esque, if you remember. Back I just in the, found out he passed away. He passed away, yeah. I just I saw that. I did that. not know that. Totally. But if you remember, was it the 90s or the 2000s, where there were backups yeah. and a bunch of issues, yeah. where he was meeting Jay Leno and having like an adventure with him? Like, he also like did get,
0: get Craven, I think. Yeah.
3: But mm-hmm. this, this, this reminded me very much of the not the Get Craven one, but the uh, the like I said the backup ones that ran for like four weeks in a row with him having adventures with Jamie. You know what
0: I found out about him? He dated Cher. I had no
3: idea. Ron Zimmerman dated Cher. I'm pretty so, sure you've mentioned this on the podcast. And I, have, you know, and I we said, have. Yes, I told you that, Brad.
1: So weird. We we have George yeah. and I discussed it, but apparently, <laughs> uh, again, you know the guy who makes fun of my
3: oh. I'm sorry. He got <laughs> muted for a second.
0: Um, all right. Go ahead, Craig. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> all right. All right. So, yeah. So, it, so I made a joke about Ron Zimmer, but it, it's Jeff Loveness is the author, is the writer. Todd Nock is the uh, is the artist. Uh, love, love, decent Tom Nock. Um, so Mysterio makes two appearances. I think he's the only villain in this book that makes two appearances uh, um, in this issue. Um and so suddenly Spidey is finding a giant Mysterio in, I, I guess, I have no idea where Jimmy Kimmel's uh, show is filmed, New York or Los Angeles. So I don't it's know if he's New in York. Los Angeles. New York? All right. New York. Thank you.
2: Oh, wait, no, Kimmel? Kimmel's Kimmel, yes. Okay, yeah, no, Kimmel is Los Angeles because it's on Hol- it's on the Hollywood strip. And then
3: mm-hmm.
2: I'm thinking Jimmy Fallon, which yeah. is New York.
3: Yeah. There's too I, many I Jimmys now.
2: This too doesn't work yeah. well.
3: And Jimmy Kimmel, in the in this story, actually mentions about all the Jimmys that are. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, I, just from the first panel where there's a giant Mysterio attacking the giant building, I, I thought, oh, this looks like Los Angeles, but they never mentioned that where where it is. So, uh, but anyway, there's a giant Mysterio who's who's attacking this office building because, uh, I guess he was so traumatized from the uh, contents of the main story, he decided to go into a different uh. Uh, occupation, and he is trying to break into music with an album of Sonic Fusion Revolution. Um, apparently, all the corporation heads hated it. Uh, so Mysterio is—I think—he's attacking their building here. Um, Spiney tries to guess what the, the the album title is, and he luckily guesses that it's called Dream Illusions, um, which uh, it sounds uh, just like the album title that Mysterio would come up with. Um, during the battle, he's Spidey's thrown into a building where he runs into, of course, the guest star Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, there's lots of jokes and banter between Spidey and Jimmy. Uh apparently Jimmy can't tell the difference between Mysterio and Rhino. Um uh and proving that even in a comedy backup, Spidey can't solve his own mysteries. Jimmy is the <laughs> one who finds Jimmy is the one who finds the <laughs> little Mysterio in a closet. <laughs> because spidey is fighting the real one he's like has anyone seen the real mysterio in a fishbowl and jimmy's like opens the closet door you mean this guy right here um and so spidey takes mysterio into custody and mysterio reveals that every song on his album is about spidey uh in my notes i have now i want to hear this album make it happen marvel um so jimmy tells the police that he and spidey teamed up to the Mysterio and we flash forward to I'm assuming that evening where Spidey actually appears on Jimmy Kimmel's show um, and again uh, Jimmy asked Spidey some rapid fire questions that would make Ron Zimmerman proud I have in my notes uh, yeah. but I did, like mm-hmm. the, I did like the one uh, question and answer at the end when Jimmy says why do you do it and Spidey just says I can help so I do which seems really poignant and nice and out of place in this uh, comedic story Um and the musical act on the Jimmy Kimmel episode is Mysterio and Jimmy his album is pretty good. Okay.
0: Um Greg,
3: great on that, Craig. Um it's it's a B minus. This was harmless, ridiculous, fun. Like I said, I had real flashbacks to the to the Zimmerman J Leto one. Again, that was yeah. before we knew Get Craven was coming. Uh the art really helps us a lot. The art the art is really great by Todd Knock. Mm-hmm um but again like i said it's jimmy kimmel shows up for no reason and he kind of helps out again if you if you didn't never read that jay Leno's spidey backups back back in the day it, it really seems like this is like honoring I, yep. if, if you had told me that this was written after the the, the announcement that ron zimmerman died in, in honor of him it wouldn't surprise me but i think that news <laughs> just came out this week um, so what was it great on that again I'd say B minus. Like I said, it's 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 ridiculous, harmless fun. There's a lot of B- jokes about too. uh Mysterio's album uh and uh the Spidey Jimmy banter Jimmy Kimmel. I Spidey Jimmy it just sounds weird to say. Yeah. Uh but their banter back and forth is kind of is nice, and the, the, the Todd Knock art is great. Uh, my only con is that like the Spidey J Leno backups from years ago, this could eventually lead to the next get Craven, which which God help yeah. us out.
0: I give it a D. It's dumb. Uh Nock's yeah. art's good. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> what's your grade?
5: I give it a C. I also like the art, and yeah. my favorite part is when Mysterio screams, "Music is my life."
0: <laughs> Music. <laughs> uh,
6: Mike, welcome to the show. Yeah, sorry I'm late, guys. Um, kind of like traffic. Unlike, yeah. Well, yeah, it's stuck in a line for 20 minutes. Anyway, what I would give this, what I would give this grade was being incomplete because I refused to read it because Jimmy Kimmel was in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Kelly, grade.
2: I apparently didn't read it and glazed over it and um it's not <laughs> jimmy, for it. <laughs> yeah it's not jimmy fallon so mm-hmm. no. that's true yeah like yeah. i like jimmy fallon mostly because a new york and also he has a ride in universal and jimmy kimmel does not
6: hmm. well jimmy kimmel's in this issue because abc of course because abc Disney. is the current company of Disney. Energy, it's so Disney, the so yeah. i just
2: i know but still yeah. just, it's yeah. just on yeah. principle
4: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: uh, let's hear it, JR. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, for one, it's, it's not worth a whole lot of, uh, worth a, a whole lot. lot, ginning up a whole lot of energy to, to bash it. It's a, it's a yeah. backup story. I, the, I give it a C, but you know, the, the stories with the celebrities, it always seem self-indulgent. It, they always just seem self-indulgent yeah. in some way or another. You know, it's like, you know, Spidey should have brought up the man show or, uh, Jim, or, or uh, <laughs> oh you know, God. Jimmy. Um, uh, you
3: know, or, you know, but. I, I wait, Was Kim on with uh, Ben Steins, money? Yes, he was. Uh-huh. He was. At, yeah. Yep. He was, was, he was. was Kimmel on with Ben Steins, buddy? Yes. Sir. He was indeed.
1: Yep. What mm-hmm. um, yeah. I found funny, though, was uh, uh, he asked how Wolverine smells. And Spider-Man says, like a wet dog that's always drunk. And I just remember the conversation we had many years ago where George took great offense when Brad and I were talking, when it was was suggested that Wolverine stinks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's like, here, here we go again. Another reference. I took
0: offense to Wolverine stinking? No, 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 George, no, George. Did. Did. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, of course yeah. he stinks. He's, yeah, he's yeah. sweating yeah. and he's hairy. And
6: basically, one of the arguments was because he has so much body hair. Basically, obviously right. the odor traps be, you know, the permanent. smell.
0: Yeah. Yep. How did we get here? Okay, uh, Craig, <laughs>
3: last one, Craig. By Dan Slot. Last one. By save Save the Date by and my note says Dan Slott, writer Dan Slott. Wait, what? Uh, artist wait, wait, Marcos, what? Marcos. Yeah, Marcos Martin, uh, so this is set during the Lee Ditko era, obviously. Uh, it's very short, two pages, and it's kind of like merged, as you can see in the graphic here, it's actually merged together in one big giant panel. Uh, Flash and the gang are laughing at Peter for not having a date to the high school spring fling, but he asked Betty, who says yes, but he has to go fight the Green Goblin, who is still on his broomstick. So this art story obviously takes place after ASM 14 and before 17, when he got rid of the broomstick and got the glider. Uh, so if you want to put it into continuity... Uh so Peter ends up being late to pick up Betty. He tries to explain that he didn't take pictures, but Benny tells him, Good night, Peter. Uh and my note says that darn Parker for luck. Uh Peter goes home and gives Aunt May the corsage that they brought for Betty and Flash, who I assume is just waiting around the corner from from Peter, so he can just drive around the corner to laugh at him all the time when he gets home. Uh he drives around the mm-hmm. corner and says, Oh, look at your date there. uh ah, whatever. Uh, and and Peter says, Oh, it, Peter just ignores their laughter, saying that May is an amazing gal.
0: Okay, took longer I, to explain it than it did to read it. Yes. So, <laughs> Craig, give me a grade on this one.
3: In the shocker of uh, my experience, this is the best. This is the best story in this entire issue, including mm-hmm. the main story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give this an A minus. This is actually good. Uh, it's a quick read. It uses available space well. The Marcos Martin art is great. Uh, everyone acted in character, which for Dan Lot is a plus. For any other writer, it would just be, like, standard. Um, <laughs> my conclusion is that all Dance Lot stories should only be two pages long.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> and in, in yeah. my notes, I say in his new Spidey book that's coming up, it should be 12 separate two-page stories. <laughs> But I was I was I was genuinely surprised. I, I'm like, oh, dance slot. I was uh, surprised too, yeah. But I was like, oh, this is really nice. Like I said, it's it's a small, simple story. But like I yeah. said, everyone is in character. It's it's nice. It's sweet. The art is great. The panel layout, like I said, the main panel is Spidey fighting the Goblin. But you got all these side panels. It's really laid out well. Uh, yeah, A minus. I don't know why I don't give it an A, but uh, yeah. Jr., anyway.
0: help me with the where this is set. He's on the ASM 15, 14 uh, glider broomstick. Oh, the broomstick. broomstick! The broomstick. He only yeah, did before. that once, didn't he? Yeah,
1: uh, but and and then in issue 17 he replaced it with a glider so right. there'd be less chance of fatal injury. So uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That Norman always always a, always yeah. the clever one,
3: you know. Yeah, how is he hovering above the, gl- the broomstick in this uh, in this panel here? It's like his he's his at- left arm at- is the only thing
1: that's touching it. Well, yeah, I was about to say he doesn't yeah. want to actually sit on it, you know, because uh, that would burn your butt. There, there wouldn't yeah. be there wouldn't be any more little goblins, uh, if, <laughs> if, you know, if he actually sat on that thing. So this so, is
0: continuity. If you want to get real geeky, between ASM fourteen to seventeen, is that what you're saying?
1: Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So what's your yeah. grade, Jr.? It's a C. I mean, I, again, yeah. it, it just isn't hardly worth you know, be an emotion one way or another about it. It doesn't cover any new ground though. I mean, it's kind of like, let's go back to the teenage years again
0: to mine a joke, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, your grade.
2: Sorry. Um, Honestly, I don't want to give it an A minus, but it is an A minus. But again, it's really short. Um, A lot of it to me, my grade comes from the artwork because I really enjoy the artwork. Yeah, and I mean, this is the thing, and I'm, you know, if I'm giving this compliment, it's because it's earned. It's not because I want to kiss Dan Slott's ass because you, <laughs> but he does do well on short stories. He does yeah. well when he's trying his best to prove his Spidey knowledge. In stuff like this what he doesn't do well is when he's trying to actually run a comic like be a Mm -hmm. head writer in a comic Mm -hmm. that's what he seems to fail at especially when it comes to spider-man but here yeah he does great Mm. like it's it's cute yeah does what Uh, it's supposed to do
6: yeah mike what's your grade um i'm giving this an a minus two and just to go jump off what kelly said um Slot also does well whenever he tries to go back to the Ditko, you know, Ditko era and also the, um, you know, maybe even the Remita scenery era and everything. That seems to be his wheelhouse. It's basically when he goes back to like the the early when he basically tries to retell days of the early days of of Stanley at Stanley Marvel stuff. That's where that's his bread and butter. Mm-hmm. um and here he is he's just basically yeah this is this is i'm just retelling a Ditko story stanley steve Ditko story essentially or what could have passed for a stanley Ditko story and exactly. he succeeds on that i mean that's pretty mm-hmm. much that's probably what he, he figured hey i can just crank this out no without yep. a
0: problem basically ignites souls hey i can be myself. in another anniversary issue i was in 600 700 <laughs> 800 right. now 900 yeah. yep that's true yeah so, yeah yep. uh sarah what's your grade
4: on it
5: um, I'd also give it an A um, or an A minus, uh, but when I saw that Dan Slott was the writer, I wasn't too sure if I was actually going to read it, but I, I did, and I thought yeah. it was one of the better parts of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I'd give it a, I guess, it, it was average. It was really too quick to really have an opinion. Like, I wasn't really offended. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, oh, there's just two pages. <laughs> But all right, let's get to the main part. Mike, we held off cuz you were run a little late. You're going to
4: take yes.
6: on
0: the, uh, unlike, the beginning.
6: Unlike Peter Parker in the story uh where he wasn't late, but we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> um yeah, so we have the main event here written by Zeb Wells and I believe illustrated by Ed McGuinness if I'm correct. Yes, first, yes yep. I am. I'm not sure who the anchors are but cuz who know, who know, you know. So so what? Five Anyways. What what? Five. Uh, oh, four anchors. Sorry, four anchors. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I didn't want to bother mentioning all their names. Yeah. Here I got but you. Yeah, right so there.
4: <laughs> yeah, Clooney McGinnis.
6: There we go. And Kuli McGinnis himself, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, But now the thing is about this issue, we decide now. People were wondering, is this going to do go in little flashbacks of like of like what happened in the, the what did Peter do? Nope. But we nope. do go back one year from the events of this comic to. A bunch of got to basically a bunch of construction guys basically digging some some stuff up, and there's a guy dressed up in his like little tweed suit and everything like this. All right, like, look, we found something. and Everything guy in said tweed suit says, "Okay, well, thank you." And he turns into a version of Brainiac with well enough of one basically without having to, to do any uh, co- without DC <laughs> Comics having to do any copyright infringements on them or anything. And he basically gases them all and decides, "Ah, well, now I will. Now I found my." And it happens to be a, the rusted remains of the living brain. Now, you're yeah. probably wondering, wait a second. Wasn't the living brain kind of palling around with Doc Ock or something around there yeah. or something? Well, guess what? Well, that is just the one of many inconsistencies of this comic that you will find. And as you it, read along, it's,
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like he, he didn't read Dan Slott's stuff. And well, there is probably a, better off an, for it, I guess. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> probably. There, is a, there is an explanation like a, for it. But then, anyway, we go to the
6: present day where Peter Parker arrives at his you guessed it because this is an anniversary issue it has to be his birthday party a surprise birthday party in which everybody tells him to go away and we see all of your classic favorite characters like carly cooper vin gonzalez um max modell (laughs) nora winters oh yeah they're flat in the aunt may and uh flash and uh, Felicia, there. No, no, Mary Jane, of course. But we do get a uh, Betty Brandt, who is still six months pregnant. despite being six months pregnant six months ago, so
4: <laughs> that's so <long. laughs> oh, well.
0: I'm trying um, to find the Betty Brandt where she's pregnant panel. <laughs> right,
4: the, um, the
2: sliding time scale is just um,
0: it's just
6: all it, over. It's the now man. wibbly yeah.
2: wobbly. Yeah, yeah.
6: Well, why are people mad at Peter Parker? Because well, like I said, unlike myself who was late, he actually happened to be on time. The problem is. Um, not everybody's there. See, Jonah hasn't shown up yet, and is and, and Nora basically berates Peter Parker's like, "You just completely ruined the thing." And rather than Peter just telling uh, Betty and just telling Nora, uh, "That's not how surprise parties works," you crazy broad. He then tells him, <laughs> "He tells him, 'Oh man, even when I'm on time, nothing seems to go right.' Yuck, 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 my Parker luck." So yeah, and then we go proceed to go around the party and he mingles with other guests. Like, so he goes to Liz Allen. Nothing about her saying, you know, nothing Her, She's not upset, by the way, about, you know, back that she's now lost Harry Osborne again and that she's now a single mom (laughs) of two kids. No, she's berates Peter for once again, like same thing that Nora said, like, oh, man, you know, you know, you're you know, you're supposed to have been late, you know, and everything. He then talks to Flash, who, by the way, 100 issues ago. (laughs) <laughs>
0: properly. Uh, he was he was literally dying in Peter's arms from this the This is from just the, an average party for Pete. Oh, you're back yeah. from the dead. Good to yeah, see oh, you, buddy.
6: Yeah, <laughs> and by the way, their first conversation after they after they both after he finds out he's still alive on Flash knows he's fire, Spider-Man. Fireman. He's like, Oh man, here I thought Peter, you were still working for Jameson, but no, you'd have no job at all. You're such a loser. And that's it's like you know, geez, that's and, uh, and then he runs into Uh, Bobby Morse, aka Mockingbird, who pretty much asks everybody what the question everyone else is asking in this comic, why am I here? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I thought this was some kind of was supposed to be some kind of intervention thing or something. But there's that. He then goes to Aunt May, who and it's Aunt because is like Zeb Wells yeah. wrote this thing three damn years ago. Is why
4: mm. so
6: He goes to Aunt May, and Aunt May's like wondering, you know, where her stepson is. Because remember, folks, Jonah is her is her stepson. Thanks to that oh, thing. Yeah. I mean, just mm. because Marvel wants us to forget it doesn't mean I will. Um, then he goes to uh, Felicia who is basically telling, you know, telling Peter's like, so I saw you talking to that Bobby Morris person. Like what's <laughs> up with that? You know, it's not like I'm jealous or anything. Cause we're just good print fouls and friends. Right, right, right. And he's like, and then fully. And then, and as Peter's trying to save, to you know, explain himself, he is saved by his spider sense. And his spider sense is being triggered by the rival of Jonah who is strapped to some octopus who's some doc octopus arms. And he's yelling help. And as soon as that happens, um, you know, he's trying, you know, he, as soon as that happens and he's trying to get help and everything like this and Peter's like, like what's going on? Felicia's like, don't worry, Peter, I'll save you. And basically starts kicking Joan in the head. And then Mockingbird (laughs) goes, don't worry, Joan, don't worry, Peter, I'll save you. And she starts basically beating him up with her billy clubs. And then Felicia gets all jealous over the fact that no, 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 he's my body, you know, Peter is my bodyguard now. And it's like you know, not, not not like we're not like we're serious or anything, because we're just good friends and everything. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I'm sorry. And, and, they, and in, in any case, what <laughs> happens is that the arms basically take Joan out the window. It's like ah, it's like throw him out. And then Peter's like looks at this and goes, tells everybody, oh, I gotta go, and runs away. And they're like, and as we're and then we're going down the street. Then we go down the street level where the arms are basically they grab Jonah and they're going through the thing. And we actually get a pretty cool sequence of the arms hitting a car and it's like flipping over. And you're seeing like the word balloons like sideways and upside down and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then right before, and then Spider-Man of course manages to save and save him and catch the truck. And, you know, and then he's, as soon as he goes down to the arms and everything, the arms, I believe at this point, they, they detach themselves from Jonah and latch onto Spider-Man and then it starts carving a message into some brick wall into the bri- into the brick wall telling them help. Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, this is something new." And then So the the arms are the reader. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> well, he then tells he then tells Jonas like, uh, you better go back to the party and everything and explain what's going on, explain what explain why I'm not there." And then he basically tells the arms, "So, hey, hey, um but, he tells himself so, like, "Hey, maybe are you trying to tell us something?" He's like, "Oh, oh, and I would should say that Spider-Man is guilty of misgendering here because he assumes the arms are a girl. I'm not sure how he determines that. Because he has two, four chemicals, but whatever. He just says... So the arms basically become atta- literally emotionally attached to him.
3: The arms and are a last seat.
0: Yes. Doc Ock is in the, in the well? What? Yes. yes, Doc Ock is <laughs> in the <laughs> well. Tell me where she is. Yeah,
6: and so <laughs> right. the arms basically lead him away. Meanwhile, Jonah goes back to the birthday party
0: here, hold and on. I, I, you got to get to the part where it's
6: hearts. The, the oh, arms yes. Are into hearts. The arms yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. The arms literally yeah. form themselves into a heart. Maybe that's how he figures out it's a girl because it's like, oh, uh, who well, knows. I don't know. But he goes, but he falls the arms. The arms are leading him someplace. Yeah. Um, then Jonah goes back to the birthday party and. Jonah tells everybody, "Oh yeah, uh Peter's not here because uh he had to go home cuz he had a uh, uh, really bad um um oh, gas. Yeah, that's it. He had some gastrointestinal problems and everything like this and he's like and he's trying to explain away and of course he's really bad at trying to make up the excuses and everything. And of course, Flash and and, and Felicia, who know Peter is also Spider-Man, they're trying to help him out like old we'll give him some clues like you're, you know, but again, he's not really doing a good job um then we cut back to peter following the arms and i believe he's goes to a fact there's a factory i um i can't remember if the initials are crt or crt or whatever it is but
3: icm which is icm the whole story
6: yes thank you i wasn't so. sure what the acronyms were but he goes inside and there he finds here i got you a, here, here
0: here's the image yeah turner T-C- classic T-C- I- movies ICM
6: <laughs> ICM yes and he's like, well, gee this place looks really familiar and uh, as as Craig hinted at inside he finds um the basically the body of the living brain spitting out ticker tape and it's on the like ticker tape it's basically going it's a bunch of numbers and it's basically trying to figure out you know something and then Spidey gets tapped on the shoulder and it, this is our second, here's our two of, here's our second villain of the, of the, of the, of the issue, the Sinister Adaptoid, mm. who apparently has all the powers and thought processes and personalities of the original Sinister Six all in one thing, because it keeps talking in the voices of, I mean, of the Sinister Six, like each different person. And it proceeds to, to fight Spider-Man. While this is going on, uh, Flash, um, Betty, Robbie, Aunt May, um, Felicia, and Anna Marina Marconi are walking out of the party, and they get abducted by the guy who looks like Brainiac, who's like, who just shows up and says, "Oh, well, I am going to have to take you now." Oh, and you, Flash, I under- I see that. I sense that there is a symbiote in you, but fortunately, I used a hyper, you know, I it's uh, a high pitch frequency to subdue your symbiote and basically abducts them and puts them all in a UFO and takes off. Hmm. And while that happens, um, Spider-Man is getting, getting his, gets his butt kicked by this sinister adaptoid. I mean, it just, he's just outclassed by him every single, single way, because unlike the original sinister six story, these guys are, you know, they basically combine their powers and work together. So as we go back to our six um, supporting cast members who are kind of wondering what's going on when, the brainiac guy comes in and asks him a simple question. Time to monologue. Who is Spider Man? And they're like, "Well, well, even if we know who he was, we wouldn't tell you." He's like, "No, no, no, no. Who is Spider Man?" And they're like, "Um, what's going on here?" It's like this. He says, and Aunt May's like, "Well, you know, we if even if we knew, we of course we wouldn't tell you, and he'll come and save us." and and, and he's like, "Well, nope, because here he is." And he's like, throws Spider-Man down on the ground and everything. It's like, well, here's the thing. And he's like, I, I, I says, here's the thing. Let me tell you exactly why. I mean, I don't want to know who he is. I want to know who he is in a metaphorical sense. You see, and this is where he gets into the monologue. Yeah. See, years ago, he was just, he, there was a, there was an inventor. i forget his name he was like he, he repeated a bunch of times i know but i completely blanked on like on the na- name but this inventor was basically petty. decided what's that At pure it's got petty. the randall, R- randall petty randall petty thank you randall stephen petty randall mm. stephen petty was his was basically a computer scientist you see and basically decided to make thinking you know he was basically did what he went into the family business. His father made thinking machines. So he's decided to make thinking machines. And so he came to came up with his own thinking machine, which was a literal, which was a brain, which was a brain, which looks like, which was a literal circuit board made into a giant brain, which he called the living brain. Um, and the living brain was like, he's as, 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 as computers are want to do when they do what the supercomputers are want to do. They, they he gained, he gained sentience and started asking himself questions like, you know, what is the sound of one hand clapping? Does a tree, if a tree falls in the forest, is <laughs> anyone around to hear it? What is the answer to what is the What is the answer to life, universe, and everything? And why is it forty two? And um, and in fact, who am I? What am I doing here? Um. So he decided maybe he'll ask uh his petty hit the answers, and he begs himself into a basically into a ro- made a new robot body for himself,
0: and the robot who's, body who's, decided, he, doesn't he look like Howard from the Andy Griffith show? Pretty much, yeah. Little, I mean, yeah. Maybe that's a deep cut, but I don't it know. It is a very deep cut, yeah.
6: But,
3: it, <laughs> but, it, but
6: anyway, the uh, this new the living brain 2.0 decided to absorb the knowledge from Petty to figure out what the answer is and fried his brain in the process and decided to like, make himself look like him Petty. And so he's like, hmm, well, he didn't have the answers. Let's see, see what's going on. And he found out that, oh, there was another version of the living brain before him. So he found that's what we go found... In the beginning of the issue, where he dug up the first living brain, and then he decided to absorb his memories, and that's when he found out about the living brain's encounter with Spider Man, and so that's what the que- and then so he's been ever since then he's been pondering this question about about who is Spider Man, and that's why he, he figured, and Flash of course answers like, well, he's right there. Why don't you just ask him? And he, and the living brain two point is like oh no 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 I oh, see I can't do that I mean I you know that's it would, oh, the only people that can answer those questions are people close to him the people who knew him like well, you know that's bad. why that's why I got his, that's why I got six of his villains and basically made a bacon made, made a robot to basically that had their powers and why I abducted six of their, six of his closest ones instead of a, a certain redhead who does not appear in this issue. it was even mentioned and it's even mentioned yeah yeah and so there and so he says so i need to ask the question who is spider-man and they're like and so and may and robbie they decide to like oh yeah well spider-man he's selfless he's noble um he's you know he's um you know he's you know I, You know Amy's like, "I believe there's a hero in all of us, and Robbie's like, "Oh listen, bud, he's got radioactive blood and they're totally solving for time um and while this is going on, uh the living brain 2.0 is proceeding to gonna absorb flash's memories bit which would t- which she tells him was gonna kill him and everything but Spidey wakes up and as he does, we get a glorious panel <laughs> of the living brain <laughs> screaming his head off like.
4: Ah! Yeah,
6: literally,
3: because I can't believe fan. this is a story. <laughs> yes. Look, how happy anima- Look how happy Animalian he- looks on that panel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at her. Yeah, she's like, yes. Well, she's rooting
6: for Doc get him get him, get him, get him, get him. Yeah. But she's like, uh, but and, yeah. And literally- Betty's like, I think I felt a kick. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: This is a normal so, Tuesday for her. Yeah.
6: yeah. And as, as it's as that happens, you know, the Ugh. sinister adaptoid comes in, and Spider Man tells felician Flash, hey, get the others out of here to safety. I'll take care of this and the living brain A2.0 is freaking out cuz he thinks he's going to get killed. And like save me super, adapt- super sinister adaptoid and runs away. Spider-Man goes gives chase and okay. as he's going through the corridors and everything getting thrown through walls and stuff, he ends up finding I he ends up finding Doc Ock strapped upside down. If you remember way back in it, well, not way back, but in issue number one, where he was upside down, whereas Doc Ock was strapped upside down and everything. Yeah. He's like, Oh, finally, you finally showed up after I sent my arms and everything like this. I knew this was going to, I knew you'd be able to get here and everything. If I was, you know, then like this. And so, well, okay. And also Spider-Man discovers it's not just Doc Ock. Who's in prison. It's the remaining. six: Electro vulture, Mysterio, um, let's see, Sandman and uh and this twenty seventh clo- and the the twenty seventh oh. clone of Craven the Hunter, because remember he is a clone, folks. Don't, yeah. yeah. Although he certainly still acts like his, you know, the original. But yeah, um, Craven doesn't know any of these people. I know he shouldn't, but he does.
0: <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't.
6: Yeah. But any, but the whole thing is, and so all the Sinister Six tells Spider Man, hey, you release us. We got we to gotta be free and everything of like this. And Spider- he's like, that's the only way we got to stop this thing, this guy. And so Spider-Man's like, okay, this is probably a really bad idea, but I'm going to do it. And so by the time the Sinister Adaptoid comes in, Spider-Man is teamed up with this, the, the quote-unquote original Sinister Six. There you go. And they proceed to fight the Sinister Adaptoid. Not very well, though, because... If we already know that the Sinister Six, they you know they have their personality clashes and they can't really get along, they can't really coordinate. And funnily enough, um the Sinister Adaptoid sees this and begins to argue with itself to the point where it's like literally starts tearing itself apart and destroys itself. Now you're probably thinking, Oh, well, this was some maybe this was their plan along. Nope. But Doc Ock takes credit for it anyway because he's like, ha see, my superior mm-hmm. intellect has t- t- won the day. And they're like, you know, but you didn't
0: do anything.
6: But anyway. Um, Did I?
3: Did,
6: it Did I? I? though? Did I? <laughs> but let's see. And so then they just pre- proceed like, okay, we got to find Living Brain 2.0. And sure enough, they do. They find the big giant brain in there. And the Sinister Six are immediately like, we got to destroy it. And Spider-Man's like, No. We can't. It's the living brain; hence, living. It's we can't destroy one of God's sentient creatures. Don't you know? Even though it's a computer, it's like, well, and the is like, "Well, that's stupid. Why are you wouldn't?" And, 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 and fireman's like, "No, we 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 have to say we it. Uh, I'm going to defend it to defend it and everything like this." And so the senator's like, "Okay, fine. Partnerships over. We're going to kill you now because." And so they proceed to fight fight him, and the mo and. They pretty much hand Spider Man his butt. And the moment Doc Ock is about to give deliver the coup de grace with his arms, the arms hesitate because it's now friends <laughs> with Spider Man, you see. Because if oh. I go, oh, it's like, and you know, it's like, oh, it's all nice to him. And it's like, oh. and I was like, no, listen to me now, you know, like, and he <laughs> can't, it doesn't work. And while this is happening, the Living Brain 2.0 comes in and says, yes that is who spider that who's that's who spider-man is well my question has been answered well and then decides to basically beam the sinister six back on this on his old ufo and takes him away and basically tells spider-man he says you could have killed you could have let them destroy me you could have killed me yourself and everything even after everything i've done to you you still you've protected me and he goes you know why do you do that? And then Spider Man's like, well, because that's what I do. And the Living Brain's 2.0 says, fair enough. Okay. And then Spider Man tells him, well, in order to keep you safe, Living Brain, I'm going to have to unplug you. So basically, kind of kill you to what they were going to do when initially. But mm-hmm. well, um, and then the Living Brain's like, yes, I agree. You're right. He says, and thank you, Peter Parker and happy birthday so the twist being that he already knew who you know peter parker you know spider-man was peter parker and we unplug this issue and we get a solid black page which usually kind of signifies somebody died but here hold on let me show it yeah, yeah.
4: there yeah. it is the <laughs> There's page. your so,
0: big black page. You paid nine bucks for this. Yeah.
3: I, I love the art on that. It's very dark, yeah. but I it's like very it. Very yes. <laughs> The color is. Where's Neil to talk about the color on this? Page? Yeah, that's right. The
0: color is uh, inserted the color black perfectly well, that, there.
2: That's, so, that's why you had to pay ten dollars. It was. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's to cover mm-hmm. the cost of ink.
0: It's uh, yep. Hey, you know what? I think they sell this poster at Home Depot. It's under the paint <laughs> color black. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah and, and i think this is where the issue ends right that's what shy town oh me. no 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 oh, you see man. well infor- well the thing is it's sad to say for shy uh,
6: town and uh by the way uh not to brag but i was kind of predicting something like this was going to happen <clears throat> um peter go- you know, spider-man goes out and uh there's a uh, felicia dressed in her black cast costume and says oh don't worry everybody's safe and everything like this and and then spider-man's like yeah i unplugged the living brain and everything like this but you know i'm going to put him in a safe place when no and then and um and then Felicia's like, well, well, your birthday's not over yet. And the two platonic friends that you know basically decided to do a big old makeout kiss because yeah. you know it's not like they're gonna set up like any kind of lug triangle thing going on between Peter and MJ, between Peter, MJ, and Felicia again, right? So, and while this is happening, um, the Doc Ock arms somehow are basically watching the distance and with little hearts on this on it on there, and then and then Peter's like, "Oh, did you hear that, Felicia?" And she says, "Relax, Peter. We're done here.
0: Issue over. Literally, we're done here.
6: Yeah, right. <laughs> we're up. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, Mike, nine hundred issues. Mm-hmm. Ten bucks. What's mm-hmm. your grade?
6: Here's the thing. I was going to give this a C plus until I found out that this, the the subplot here involving the Doc arms. arms there was an issue of Marvel Adventure Spider Man." Which also had a similar plot about the Doc Ock arms basically teaming up with Spider-Man, basically trying to and being friends with him, written by none other than Zeb Wells.
0: What? He's done a story before.
6: Yo, yes. There was an issue, Marvel Adventure 15, I believe it was. Uh, Marvel Adventure Spider-Man 15. There is literally, yeah. There's literally a story about the Doc Ock arms basically trying to becoming friend, trying to be friends with Spider with Spider-Man. In that, so and written by Zeb Wells. So, huh. because of that, I've given it a C minus. There you go, right there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, look at that. Yeah, so you have you read that story before? Look no, I, I, I know. I've
6: Not for a long time, but yes, that is that. That is the thing. There is that the, the arms attach themselves to Peter, the Spider Man, and decide to help him out and everything, much oh. to detriment. They decide to oh become, my God.
0: You so see yeah, the July, July 2006 when it was printed. Yep. Wow. Did you see the, the
3: name of the story for that?
0: What the name that? of the story is? How Spider-Man how, Learned, how Spider-Man loved loved the learned how to it Stop Worrying and Love the, the Arms. How Spider-Man Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Arms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Zeb
6: Wells kind of wrote this story before. Literally in wow. some case. Wow. So, okay.
0: Yeah. What's your grade, man? You said oh, C, it, but you went down?
6: I went to sound as like a C minus or something like that. I mean, I'm giving it a high sort of a higher grade because the art's pretty still pretty solid and everything
0: like this. But even so, okay. yeah. Uh Sarah, what's your grade on it?
5: My grade is a D because for a centennial issue it feels like something that was written before, like not mm-hmm. specifically for this. Yeah. You know, I it was just a huge disappointment, honestly. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yep. Craig. Originally it was C minus, but Mike's review and last minute, uh, revelation. Make <laughs> my mind, it's, it's, it's a D. Okay. Wow. Kelly.
2: It's, it's a D minus for me. <laughs> it literally had every, everything that I hate.
0: <laughs> we'll get to the cons. I'm curious what you hated. JR, your grade. Yeah. I tell you, the more Mike talked, the lower the grade got. <laughs> and my
6: work yeah. here is done, folks. I mean, yeah. so you,
0: you just yeah. put the cherry on top where I, it was I,
1: before. I mean, the, it, was wow. like, it was like I was thinking, God, I didn't. I read it, and it's like I didn't realize how bad it was until my. It's like,
0: wow. So, yeah, a, 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 a D. A D. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would give it a D also, and yeah. the art saves it from yeah. an F.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. There had to been some pros. Art is one for me. Mike, what's some other pros? It's pretty much that's it. Pretty much it. The art is actually
6: pretty solid. Although I did I get like I said, I did like that one scene with the panel with the with the truck flipping over and the word balloons being sideways and upside down and everything. The nice little visual cue. And I mean, and to be fair. To the living brain 2.0 aka brainiac who's not really brainiac I mean he did I mean yeah. the idea of who is spider-man it being a, like he doesn't want to literally know but it wasn't more of a metaphorical thing I kind of thought that okay that's I'll give well, ze- a, well that upside well down. More yeah. balloons.
0: I'll give him that I, I that did top like top the brain saying happy birthday Peter at the end of yeah. the game, him. I did right. that was okay but that was mm-hmm. not worth the $10 journey no no yeah <sighs> Uh any other pros from you guys?
1: I did like the uh I did like the scene where Jonah completely botched <laughs> trying to cover for Peter mm-hmm. and then Felicia just says, you know, smooth Jonah, smooth. Shut yeah. up. <laughs>
6: just, <laughs> right. I, Jonah, I, I, Jonah I just can't. like
1: that because Jonah he, it's like I I like what they've done with it is that Jonah wants to help so bad but mm-hmm. he just,
3: <laughs> just can't. can't.
6: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he you. just yeah. can't he just can't do Jonah- it.
3: Jonah, gets ahead, his, Jonah says you all got his birthday wrong. And Aunt May's like, no, I know what his birthday is, Jonah. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: right. Sarah, any pros out of you?
5: Yeah, I actually liked that the arms found Jonah first. I thought that was hilarious. And mm-hmm. um, that's, yeah. it's just, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kelly, any pros out of you?
2: Um, I mean, other than touching on like, I guess if you want to really use a deep cut on this similar story in 2006 uh, and just the the cons, what could have been out of this, like the bones of it is really good. Mm -hmm. It just, to me, ultimately was not executed as well as I think it should have been, which it might have been editorial. Who knows? But I don't know. Just for this to be an anniversary issue, any pro that I do have still Mm -hmm. falls flat on what it should have been for something like this.
0: Here's my thoughts. And, and this may be what Marvel had to do. I think Spencer possibly left before he was supposed to. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: So
0: they were left to scramble. How do we get a new creative team in here? And how do we start a new story? Well, we've got to pad it out with the Ben Riley story. Mm -hmm. And when now the plans that we might've had for 900 are scrapped. So the new writer, you got to write one fast. And Mm -hmm. I think, he was like, "Well, what have I written before?" No, I'm just kidding.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing but is, is Zeb Wells did say on another podcast that he that this thing was not that this story was not necessarily supposed to be in what the current continuity is. Like well, we what's going on that. now? We can tell that, yeah, right away. <laughs> so yeah. he kind of wanted to do. I guess he sounds like he kind of wanted to do like something that anybody can. What no matter what the thing was, anybody can jump on and read it. Even though, like I said, there are certain characters who are not in this story, um, Mm -hmm. especially redhead ones. um, And there's like, and it's just, and the thing is, this felt like the best description I felt I've I've read about what this issue was like. It reads Mm -hmm. like an annual uh, Amazing Spider-Man annual rather than a centennial issue. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. That's what the big disappointment thing about it is too. Yeah.
1: Jr. Pros. I told you the only one I had
0: was the Jonah thing. The
4: Jonah, Jonah thing. thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, did I get everybody for pros, Craig? Did I get you?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, got a couple. Uh, okay. Who already said this? Um, I, I did like that the super the sinister adaptoid, if that's what we're calling it, was defeated mm-hmm. because the personalities of the sinister six tore itself apart. Because mm-hmm. and I thought that was a nice reference, which maybe it was just an accident. But in most of their appearances, the team never works well together. They always end up being their own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. So I did like yeah. that. Um, I did like that the the uh, the sinister adaptoids dialogue was mostly made up of actual dialogue from the very first annual, which I think the letters page mentions oh. it. But if, you're, yeah. if you read the sinister adaptoids reference, because I'm like this dialogue sounds familiar, and if you look back in the, a lot of it is dialogue lifted. That's right. From, I did. Uh, I remember uh, mm-hmm. the same thing on the letters liked.
0: page. Yeah. So he Something cut like and that. pasted from um, there too.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> or so, so Stan and Steve mentioned as co-, co writers of this? No, I don't think so. No, Man. no. Stanley's
6: not registered yeah. co writer, apparently. All right, let's tear it up. Mike, right. go ahead. What's your <laughs> comment? Oh, Josh. Here's the thing. I wasn't offended by this, but it just seems mm. so mediocre. I mean, yeah. it was just one of those things where it's just like, really, this is how you're going to. I mean, granted, it's not like the worst anover- centennial issues we've ever read or anything like this, but I mean, it's certainly not like alpha or anything like that, like for celebrating the 60th anniversary. But yeah, even so for this, um, it just felt like, so kind of like, yeah, kind of put together. And the thing is like, yeah, first, but you got the birth uh, the, again, it's another birthday party simulation, like in 500 sort of
3: two centennial issues. Two, two am
6: Like that. Right. <laughs> and, but, and of course, you're thinking, well, wait a minute. Some of the characters who we haven't even shown up for year, for years, and there's like happen to be there, they don't do anything. I mean, Anna Maria, why is she? I mean, yeah, I get why she's here, sort of, because but at the same time, she's no closer her. to Doc Ock than mm-hmm. Peter what but then she was Peter. So it's like, oh, and she was one of the six people that okay. And mm-hmm. but yeah, and there's a the whole thing, like I said, about the joke about the about the arms thing.
0: Refresh me. Refresh me. Uh, JR, you probably remember the Al octopus war. Didn't the arms, aren't the arms evil too? Or am I just thinking of Spider-Man two, the movie? I've always thought the arms were evil and mean. I never thought the arms were sentient. Yeah. Not in the comic
1: book. Never, right. never in the comic book. That was I thought
0: they were sent, cinch- because uh, we, I we think seen. at least in the Romita issues, right. like around issue 80, they escaped somewhere and went to go get Doc. That's because um, he was telepathic. Yeah, that's
6: because contact. he telepathically controls them. See, okay. they're literally like part of it, like, uh, they're they're literally the whole thing is like their arms are kind of like part of like they're almost like extra. maybe I'm a little extra of of Otto Spider-Man yeah, that's play. why like
1: in that same story mm-hmm. when Spider-Man ripped off four arms of him off mm-hmm. uh, ripped all four arms off by Otto screamed in pain so bad not only was yeah. it physically uh, uh, painful but you know it breaking that that psychological mm-hmm. yeah. bond right. he had with him so now I've never right. other than the I've never thought they were sentient right. that that was that was yeah. one of the things it's like
3: uh, okay yeah um, yeah I, I didn't story. dig it what Craig? Yeah. Uh, so in the fantastic Four when uh, Otto was traumatized by Peter after his arms get ripped off there is the issue where uh Sue is in labor and uh, Reed goes to find uh, Otto in the institution he says you're ma- you're an expert in radiology radioactivity can you come help me save my wife and Otto is like trying to be tra- is a, is a sh- shattered person he like yes I would love to go help someone and the and he sees a billboard of spider-man and he gets traumatized and way off in the distance, like in the raft or something, the arms activate and they go crazy and they start tearing apart the city trying to get back to Otto. So I think in that issue, it's implied that the arms are... And Otto is like, no, stay away from me, you evil arms. I I hate you, whatever. So I think in that issue, uh, it's implied that the arms are... That kind was of during, more like
6: a subconscious or something i thought this was was the implication there but, but anyway yeah. but i
3: think he he doesn't want yeah. the arms in that point right auto auto is so traumatized he just wants to be a good person and that's mm-hmm. the least and right. spoiler alert it doesn't work and that, right. well that was john
0: verne writing that one if i remember yeah. when sue was pregnant and stuff like right that.
3: but yeah um, but other but other it things just, it
0: just threw me off with the arms being sentient and little right. puppies yeah yes. uh, puppy like yes. i don't like that i, I and think it works
6: yeah, I mean, also I think that the thing with the having this, I mean, the thing with the, I mean, ideally I can yeah, the thing is you can kind of see what what Wells wanted to do with this because having the Sinister Six there and everything like this, but still the way the Sinister Adaptoid thing, they Marvel be, played this thing up big, like oh it's the big villain that he's facing, and it's just like eh, whatever. Yeah. And then of course let's get all well, get the elephant in the room, which was uh, <laughs> the um, the kiss that people were kind of like what. Where did this, where did this come from? All of a sudden it's just like, you know, like all of a sudden Felicia and Peter are now going to be a thing again, or is this just going to be a one-time deal? Let's address
0: that. What do you all think of the kiss and Felicia and Peter getting back together? Sarah, what do you think? I
5: I just feel like they needed to put something surprising in the, in the issue Mm -hmm. since it is 900. And that's why they put that there. I, it, 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 it wasn't like offensive or anything, but I hated it.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm. hmm
0: Yeah. It seems very much out of character. I think they, I I feel like the two characters have grown past this
3: Mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah. Uh, in, in the Beyond the, stories, I'm like Felicia was right there at Peter's side in the hospital helping MJ helping Peter. Uh she yeah. was all like pro them. And I'm like, is this the same character? It's like, oh and, Peter, you're you and MJ aren't together anymore. Hey, well, hey see, hey, here's the, the thing. It's because
6: the, the way the thing was Beyond was set up. And remember, I was on I well, I was asking on this podcast, as well as trying to set something up with Peter and Felicia again, like if, after issue five, and they're like, Oh no, no, that's crazy. And it's like, well. I guess we're doing
0: the going around that wheelhouse again. Anime Um, Hunter says uh, Wells has confirmed it's a one-time thing.
2: Okay. Well, Yeah. I was going to bring up the way that it feels to me. Yeah. Ultimately more feels like Felicia might know what's going on, what Mm -hmm. happened. And this was more like a consolation prize. Yeah. In a way like this is her trying to give him some birthday kiss, give him something to make him, you know, feel loved. Because it's almost like a pity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. And that I think is, one, I understood it from that point of view. But I still didn't like it. Apologies if y'all can hear my roommates being loud as heck. Because that mm-hmm. was we, we, really we loud in my ear. It's okay. Um, But, yeah, no. I mean, everything that everyone's saying, I think, is on point here. To me, this just felt really almost sloppily thrown together. Yeah. And again, it's not a 900 issue. It's to me it's not even an annual. Like this is something I would expect to see in those adventures of Spider-Man or some sub book mm-hmm. yeah. where things are a little bit more quirky and zany. And I just it just kind of feels like everything it's almost three stories tied into one and they're all competing for the main point.
4: Right.
2: So then at the end of the end of the issue there is no real point.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was almost really? like a giant fill in issue, you know? Yeah, back, yeah. In the, back in the old days, you know, when, mm-hmm. you know, you, web and web of Spider Man for a long time was nothing but fill in issues. But, you know, you'd see a story, it's like, boy, that, okay, yeah, that really doesn't fit anywhere, does it?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yep. That's why it's kind of, I mean, I, I wrote a bunch of stuff and it's like, you know what? This story really isn't even worth it because mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I I don't think he put it. I mean, I don't think the effort was put in it to make it a real story. It's probably one of those things. He'll forget. It won't be referred to again, uh, at least not during Zeb Wells' run. So I
6: think, I think the thing is, I mean, uh, aside from the, from the Spider-Man black cat kiss at the end was, you know, Aggravated people. The other thing that aggravated people was how the the treatment between P- the reaction between Peter and Flash were in this.
3: No, that was like,
6: weird. That was that was odd because I mean, again, like I jokingly said, said yeah, the last time they saw each other was
0: he was dead here. And, <laughs> do we even need Flash in this story? Like, kick no, him out. But you don't need him.
2: But you don't need anyone in the story. You can yeah, literally right. mix and match <laughs> yep. anybody yeah. from Peter's past. Right. Yeah. And they could still do the roles that these characters had for most right. of most yes. of it.
4: Mm-hmm, that's yeah. what
2: I'm saying when I mean literally. It just feels like a cut and paste of about three different half baked ideas. Yep. And again, you know, like Jr. said, it's a filler issue. Why is why is your 900th issue a filler issue?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I think because Spencer quit and they had to the scramble. I that's, really, do. yeah, <laughs> I,
6: I, I, th- I think so too. I think see, that's part of it.
2: Good editorial. mm Hmm would have been on it. Mm-hmm. Am I crazy? Well, or did,
3: time. Sorry. What, Craig? Sorry, I was just going to say, you guys were talking about, like, uh, uh, well, uh, Wells taking over. So am I crazy, or did Mikkelani take over very close to 300 as writer of ASM? I thought he took over, like... hmm like in the 290s. Mm, well, I mean, yeah, he, he took the, over he, in the
0: 290s Right, yeah, but he was yeah, writing he just, web before that. Right, yeah, yeah. so he was kind of building up, at least building
6: up towards something with, with Venom, like he was even because, yeah. I mean, there were things sprinkled out throughout yeah. that were kind of leading up towards that. I mean, but yeah. this was just like, oh, yeah, we can kind of, this was kind of taking place in the in the current continuity, but not really, because there are certain things are kind of inconsistent yeah. and stuff, but it was just like, yeah, like Betty Brad still being pregnant for instance i'm just surprised now, that
1: mysterio yeah. didn't say like hey wait a minute i recognize part of this plot yeah uh, this, right. was from, like, <laughs> this is from the first reboot issues number seven and eight when it was a uh, flash when flash thompson you know took over the dream or whatever i kidnapped okay. like half of the same people to try right. to find out who's it's like hey
6: you know yeah. it's like uh, it i just, did like i did like sam and going uh, yeah, I, I remember I was a beach at one point, but you know, kind of like, <laughs> like, was I was like, that by Seb Wells,
3: the beach issue, as yes, it was, it was, yeah. yeah. What, what yeah. is it? Does Does Wells think that Sandman has not appeared in another story since then? Because I thought that Sandman has appeared in other stuff since I don't that, know, yeah, because doesn't
0: Sandman leave. at some point say, I don't even know if I'm a villain? Like, we don't, yeah, yep, he doesn't yeah. yeah. necessarily. That <laughs> was, yeah. 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 yeah.
6: was just a beach, yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, well, Wells, I don't think he, he, no, no, that was, um. That was um. What's his? That was a guy blanking on the name. That uh, you know when that was. That was um.
3: It was the MTV issues with Step Wells and Terrible Art. Um, no, no,
6: yeah. It was uh. No, there was a the one guy that was um. Oh, I'm blanking on the name. He's, sorry, he's writing Daredevil now. Um, oh, uh, Zadarsky. Zadarsky. Yeah, Chip yeah, Zadarsky yeah. was writing when we, we, the last time he wrote Sandman was basically Sandman was basically somehow yeah. oh immortal and became a crystalline being or something thousands of years in the future or something. Yeah, a crystalline being. You know, <laughs>
0: So I think it was uh,
6: Zarski. Yeah,
0: that was like another. The I guess already. for me is yeah. it. It felt like uh, a filler, like Jr. said. I agree. That mm-hmm. the arms felt out of character from sixty years of reading Spider-Man for mm-hmm. me. Um, the art was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the Flash was awful. Didn't need to be in there. Um, what else? Also, the ant May thing. They were fighting, and didn't they kind of get back in issues five? Yeah, they kind of touch
6: up, and then this the other start. odd thing is Mockingbird shows up and, and Mockingbird, Mockingbird and in Anna there. Maria, and there's the whole a whole thing, and their whole thing, but like Mockingbird is and Felicia being jealous of of Mockingbird or something like yeah, this. That's, so that's okay. weird. Well, okay, okay, this, this
2: this pick, pick and ahead. choose, pick and choose a uh, a few X's to throw mm-hmm. in. But we can't. Yep, we can't but we use can't. MJ. Yeah,
6: we can't use MJ now because yeah. you know. So <laughs> oh, this happened. throwing Deb Whitman <laughs> and her
0: book. I don't <laughs> something. The book that uh, that says I know who Spider Man is, but the, yeah, making like the book. Like yeah. book. <laughs> no. Can you imagine what her novel would be like? I know who Spider Man is, and everything's redacted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So I may be embarrassing myself here, but um, I can't, when I was reading the, this birthday thing, um, and this ha- kind of happened to me is that I kind of get the idea that they were thinking, okay, who are we gonna invite to Peter's birthday? Um, let's look in his phone and look at all his contacts lists and let's just <laughs> invite everyone that's listed there. So that's why you have Max Modell and Anna Maria and Bobby and Nora, because Peter would have them in his contacts list, mm-hmm. but they're not like his close friends that he, he's probably just right. hasn't deleted them for years later. And this actually happened to me once my family did a surprise birthday party for me and they basically went through everyone, not on my contact list, but an emails that I'd send out to people. And so they <laughs> just invite all these people. And I'm like, why is like Jeanette here who I haven't seen since I worked <laughs> with her like five years ago. And, and, and she was a good sport, but, uh, and, and I find that out <laughs> later. Again, we just went through the list of people you send emails out to daily of, of mm-hmm. jokes well, That's and hysterical. And so you're and like we find everyone. You're like Peter Parker in this story, Craig. That's hysterical. Well, I'm sure Max is there, Max and Anne Maria are basically saying, "They are like, why are we here? Why did we get?" What's funny? What's to funny is you bet- Peter years ago, but Craig, what's funny did they is like B- invite
0: exes and stuff to your party? Like, this sounds awful,
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> Luckily, but no. Funny. But it was a lot of like f- uh, former like, workers and stuff that I hadn't like, seen like said, in five years, years. What's funny is Betty is there, but
6: Ned Leeds isn't. That's <laughs> the thing. So, like, oh, like <laughs> yeah.
3: where's Randy?
0: Randy is Peter's
6: best friend.
0: Hanging out with friends out there. But yeah, <laughs> uh, this this is just an alternate universe. Yeah. Uh, we have a nice super chat from Josh, so I appreciate that. Thank you. He wants to uh ask <laughs> us where does this rank for the Spider Man Centennial comics? I can't think of one worse, mm, yeah. I really well, can't. You got 100, no is, I don't know, is the, the 600 was 800 was kind of
6: just done for shock value though. I so, mean, but that yeah, now yeah, had the, the red goblin artist on there and red goblin, yeah. 700, um, was, 700 uh, was 700 was 700 was Doc I, actually that was which was actually in respect not but Kelly well it was terrible yeah but
2: no I was I couldn't remember if it was 700 or 800 that had some really awesome covers mm-hmm. but
3: 700
2: and, sorry. yeah no um I really I think this is like this is definitely at the bottom like right. I I I think it's a at the very bottom yeah, it's it's, it's is,
6: pretty dang close. Yeah, yeah, at least at least yeah. Two
0: two hundred and 300 for me are the top two. If you go by right. just by amazing four hundred, don't forget 400. hundred. Two three four at
6: May, mm-hmm. um, which was six hundred.
0: Yeah. I is very forgettable for me.
6: Yeah, six hundred was the one with uh that was the one it, with Doc Ock was supposedly dying, and that's was he basically yeah. decided to take over the city with his nanobots, and, and then he got married. Also written by Dan Slott, because yeah, so Dan Slott yeah. wrote three of these issues. Three so, things. <laughs>
3: So I made a list when I was going through uh, this issue, uh, my notes here, saying, like, what is the villains of the Centennial issues? So we've got Peter Parker's angst in 100. We've got the burglar in 200. (laughs) We've got Venom in 300. Death in 400, because M.A. dies. uh, Dormammu in 500, the Doctor strange issue story. Mm -hmm. uh, Doc Ock in 6. Doc Ock in 7. Norman slash Carnage in 8. And 900 is the living Brain. I guess, yeah, for the super, <laughs> <living> brain, super <laughs> adapt- the, the living
6: brain super sinister
0: adaptoid <laughs> Boy, thing. <laughs> thing, yeah, uh, that kind of just sums it up, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, <laughs> who's the big bad yeah. of 900? The living brain, living brain. 2.0, technically, yeah. Yeah. living brain. Yeah. I, I did like oh, the callbacks yeah. to issue number eight. IC- ICM is, mm-hmm. is the original company that that invented uh, right. it, and Mister Petty yep. is the scientist that brings the Living Brain to the school. So, and yep. and the Living Brain actually, when he sees Flash, he says, I recognize you, and I was like, oh yeah, because he recognized him. His Flash was there at the high school when they right. just met the Living Brain. Yep. yep. So there was some continuity, even though as, as Mike said, there is this continuity that just goes against continuity. Oh, there I, is yeah. like some actual mm-hmm. nods I, of continuity in this story. That he is true. O-
0: he opened. Uh, ASM eight and did a little research, got some little uh fun callbacks, but he uh also put Vin <laughs> Gonzalez in there <laughs> yep. and and Maria <laughs> and Bobby and that was just jarring. Yeah. Uh why is Vin Gonzalez there? Why would Vin <laughs> Gonzalez go to Peter's party? Because <laughs> well well Harry's dead so he doesn't have
6: to worry about running to Harry, I guess. Because <laughs> that's like, uh,
0: do you think when this it. party was planned, Flash was dead? <laughs> 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 you how
2: think, how like, did he get an invite?
0: Well, no. Like he uh, comes back to consciousness, he goes down to his mailbox, and there's a party invite there. Like I'm glad that they thought of me. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. I was, I was figuring you were gonna like go into some conspiracy theory that like Flash and Betty.
3: Hey. The other question: is, un- ben, Flash, Flash ben, and Betty have no conversations in this issue. They yeah. don't. you to say, "Betty, you're pregnant." There's the other thing. If Ben guns, oh, if pregnant, yeah. if Ben, yeah. That's There's true. your backup.
0: <laughs> that's the backup I want to see. <laughs>
3: yeah. Flash and
6: Betty,
0: <laughs> who knocked you up? Oh, a uh, clone. Oh, like it's not. oh yeah. It's that's funny. Lady. I'm back alive.
3: <laughs> I, I do like that. Flash has robot legs.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah and true. if you're
0: getting re, if you're getting re-cloned or whatever happened to Flash. Why wouldn't they fix his legs? Everything else is fixed. Every part of the human body has been fixed. The other thing is, too, here's the weird thing. If Vin Gonzalez is back
6: in, back in the shoe, where's um his um his sister? sister um his sister oh, uh, Michelle.
3: completely for Michelle Gonzalez, Michelle Gonzalez.
6: Well, it doesn't show up apparently either, but yeah.
3: uh, not that we're
6: missing her or anything, but right yeah. Uh, I, uh, I do
3: want to say that every time that the living brain says who is Spider-Man, I was just picturing uh, uh, Drax saying, Why is Spider Man? Yeah, how is Spider Man? <laughs> yeah, um, how is Spider-Man? Um, yeah. And every time I saw yeah. that giant brain, I just think like, picturing brain, brain, what is brain from mm-hmm. Star Trek? Right. Yeah, Jr. Some
0: cons out of you? Oh, Lord have mercy!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Get,
0: me.
6: Get ready, folks. Oh, well, I do no, well. I mean, I,
1: I really don't <laughs> have anything, uh, uh. D- Different than anybody else oh. has said. I mean, like I said, one, this seems like a rip off of uh, <laughs> an old Mysterio plot from from several years ago. Doc Ock's tentacles being in love. The wisecracking. I mean, even the villains were wisecracking. I mean, it was almost like yeah. you know, was Wells mm-hmm. trying to be Spencer here and do superior foes or something? Because all the villains just didn't seem in character. They didn't talk like themselves.
0: Um, Doc Ock especially. He didn't even say superior once.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, you, you know, it's
0: it's yeah
1: you know these aren't particularly you know these aren't particularly witty people because they're not particular you know except for doc Ock you know uh, i well uh, you know getting crazy i don't know i guess in a way some of them are pretty smart but they're not they're not you know rapid fire quipsters uh so that it just completely fell fa- off um you know it, uh, oh well the uh I was about to say, yeah. Well, anyway, sure as hell wasn't worth ten bucks. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't object to a big dumb story every once in a while because it's comic. I mean, it's comic books. I mean, come yep. on, you know, we can't take it too seriously. But this was, this was almost insulting. This got dumped on us as a mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm sorry, they had plenty of time to know what they wanted to try to do something for 900. They had several months, there, there's mm-hmm. no excuse that oh my god, Nick Spencer suddenly quit. Which I hear Nick Spencer is no longer a substack, by the way. Yeah, uh, I heard that too. He's not. Yeah.
0: What is he doing? Uh, Who knows? Looking
6: for a job <laughs> in comics,
0: super see? stack man. Hey, you know what? I realized we got another issue to get through. Just one Rich is requesting it.
3: Sorry, one be, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Mysterio being uh, locked up with the other Sinister six, six kind of throws a monkey wrench into the Paul's actually Mysterio uh, theory.
0: What, yes, what, what yeah, if Mysterio actually is Paul?
4: Paul.
0: And this our hero Paul. throws the whole thing off. <laughs> By the way, is, uh, I imagine yeah. Kelly will agree with me. Be Rich is my favorite poster because he says Brad is right. And Be Rich also says Kelly is right. So be oh, rich, you win. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I was about to be like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> what No, wait a minute. Maybe <laughs> really about like sixty-five percent of the time, he's That's me, a D. <laughs> it is a D. I'm I'm agreeing with you right now. I'm just saying not all the time.
5: You're We're not
2: infallible, Brad.
5: We're moving. At on. least it's I'm close bet. to a D plus.
0: Yeah. Well, that this from the te- fellow teacher. I don't. I don't, don't want to. D is for diploma. I know. All right. Go ahead. Who we got reviewing this one? Who's got Jr. Because it's got Norman we'll on it. Take me through it, Jr. You know, oh, that I'm was beginning... a big old sigh. What was
4: that? Yeah. Well, you see,
0: no, 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 no. You see, I'm beginning to wonder, Uh-oh.
1: you know, if perhaps my loyalties have been misdirected, you know, perhaps, you know, having Norman Osborne as a personal hero, uh, is not, uh, an exercise, you know, I just wonder if it's an exercise of shockingly bad judgment on my part. No. Uh, so with this issue, I'm, I'm going to try to change it and find a more worthy, worthy role model. So no, anyway, no. The story begins with the vulture and his granddaughter having a heart-to-heart. Boy, grandpa, I had absolutely no idea that you (laughs) killed people, even though, (laughs) even though for virtually my. My entire lifetime, you've been a supervillain, repeatedly in and out of prison, you know, and then there's been the repetitive news coverage, repetitive video coverage. Yeah. Um, you know, no one ever approached me in school or whatever and made fun of me because my grandpa was the vulture. You know, uh, the uh, the media never had me and my, mo- my mother. Uh, I was never asked on Oprah, you know, what's it like to be the granddaughter of a supervillain?
0: Apparently never uh, had the Daily Bugle either. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> that sounds like an it, Oprah special edition. What's it yeah. like to be the grand? And then there was about? a time
1: you were young. Then you became old again. Boy, that was really <laughs> confusing. Uh, you know, and, and then and then for so long, then I pretty well ignored the Internet and never and then finally heard about the Internet and then find, oh, you're a killer. Uh, and but then somebody told me you kill people. So, you know, so goodbye, you bald, senile, drilling and continent old goat.
4: Um,
1: <laughs> so the vulture starts boo boohooing and, and then huh. he gets this idea in his head somehow that it was spider-Man who told her he was a killer
6: technically <laughs> so, he did because and, this yeah. is a very, this is a callback I think to some oh it was some annual it was some of
0: those it, special it, issues one shot
6: it was things, one right? of
2: the special issues it was a backstory I just can't remember which one but I know reviewed it or, yeah <laughs> an editor
0: an editor's note would have been helpful would not it yeah right Are we supposed yeah. To, I was trying to think like, editing
4: longer?
2: editorial doing anything they no, need to be no, doing
1: not at all yeah really?
6: she was, and the thing is the granddaughter was trying to emulate her granddad by basically becoming like a new vulture thing and that's when spider-man told her uh yeah told about the truth about who the vulture was yeah. and that's yeah but that's where that that's yeah. the callback
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so all right you, J- jr that.
1: you got the floor go ahead yeah i missed that uh anyway so we go to the new Oscorp. Where Norman starts showing Peter around and says, you know, remember that time back in Amazing Spider-Man number 96 uh, when I offered you a job, but you ghosted me? Uh, well, thankfully, I'm a pretty forgiving guy who doesn't hold grudges. Um, now, pardon the next few pages, Peter, because there will be no story progression, uh, but there will be setups for minisi- miniseries and crossovers through the end of the year and into next year. <laughs> oh, hey, Norman, so is like Kamala Khan being here a pointless cameo, or will that actually figure into the plot sometime? No idea, Peter. Kevin Feige made me give her a job here as a diversity hire. Oh. oh man, and Jr. I, and, I,
0: and
1: I kind of and I kind of felt sorry for her because all of the uh, the critics fell over themselves in sycophantic praise of her show that very few people watched. Um, not even that Brie Larson cameo in the end uh, helped out. M- imagine that. Uh, so is he going to hire you, make you? So is Kevin going to make you hire Jennifer Walters when that show tanks too? Don't give them any ideas. And then Peter hears a familiar voice. Peter. And Ooh. then Norman says, "Peter, time for me to take a phone call in my office." <laughs> you know, and then Peter goes, "Holy shytown town. Mary Jane." <laughs> <laughs> Holy down is, is this really you, or am I really talking to Moira McTaggart? Because I hear that's another stupid ass <laughs>
4: subplot going around.
1: Uh, oh, you mean because me taking money to Hawk Pharmaceuticals is a little out of character, uh, or me coming to Norman Osborne to see if they're really safe? Because after all, Norman's given me so much, so many reasons to trust him in the past. You know, dead blondes notwithstanding. Oops, mm-hmm. too soon. We're not going to go revisit that old. Tr- for another three issues in the Judgment Day tie-in being released September 28th. Anyway, Aunt Anna's gone senile, and pumping a few of these pills down her throat seems to have at least stopped her from wandering outside the nursing home wearing her Depends. Um, and so so Peter goes, you mean all this time it was your Aunt Anna that was a senile old bat instead of my Aunt May? Boy, I never would have guessed. Anyway, I'm sorry that I've been acting in a completely ambiguous way and and talking in circles, because we're just stringing the readers along for a plot that will ultimately go nowhere, just like <laughs> Nick Spencer's run. So, anyway, now now you notice that I didn't say our hero, Norman Osborne. because
4: oh, no. I uh, <laughs> oh, no. because you know, I realize that
1: next year I'm I'm reaching a milestone and it's time for me to evaluate, reevaluate my priorities. Oh. So my new
4: hero, <laughs> yes! hero-, my new hero- <laughs> is, is Paul.
1: <laughs> and not only that, Brad, I think we should rename the show the Spider-Man Paul's face.
4: Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs>
6: <laughs> the thing is, the thing is they are, Paul is such a hero George we don't even know his last name.
0: That's how, much it, been... that's how much
3: of a hero <laughs> he is. Skytown just fell off his bike or fell down the stairs or whatever he does what he does Look with at that,
0: his. Paul. Look at that,
3: Paul. <laughs> I mean, oh. just
0: look about how
1: that suave devil swoops in and carries Mary Jane away, you know? <laughs> and we him. see a flashback of him punching Peter, which oh. has to be in Peter's oh. imagination because there's absolutely no evidence F- and way <laughs> that Peter shouldn't beaten him so badly. Uh that there he would be in traction longer than Peter was suffering from radiation poisoning. During the beyond uh fiasco. Real so quick,
0: anyway. JR, I hate to interrupt you, but we have comments I gotta put up. <laughs> Binkman says, <laughs> No, JR, <laughs> holy shit. Oh, hail, Paul. Lol. <laughs> well, that just happened. All right. proceed.
1: All right. So, anyway, so uh, so our hero Paul leaves and uh anyway, <laughs> so Peter figures that uh, you know, Norman has has been setting him up. So he goes, Norman, are you effing with me? Didn't hear you the first time, Peter. What'd you say? Are you effing with me? One more time. Messing. Are you effing with me? Messing. Well, well, good. That used up a full page to pad out the story because nothing much else is going (laughs) to
4: happen.
1: But no, Peter, I maneuvered Mary Jane here so that guy Paul would come too, and you could beat the living shit out of him. But you screwed that up, too, by wimping out again. Um, Well, screw you, Norman. And by the way, I'm going to make another vague reference to coming to you for help some time ago to string along the stupid readers who keep coming back for more abuse. Oh, and Norman goes, and I've got just the thing, Peter. Look, another costume variation that we can sell as a skin on PlayStation. What do you think?
6: Yep. So
1: so anyway, I think this is the point then where Zeb Wells uh, called Jr. Jr. and said, okay, I'm going to pull a Bendis here. All right. I'm going to give <laughs> yep. you 105 words and you've got to stretch them out over five pages. Okay. <laughs> so basically, so Look the Vulcan- word blunt. So the vulture flies in out of nowhere, gets a drop on Spider-Man like he has never done in 60 years or so, breaks his web shooters. Spider-Man starts falling to his death. And unlike the time at the end of amazing Spider-Man twenty-seven when Dr. Shallard, who was the third vulture dropped him from a really high place or at the end of issue number 157, uh, the first part of the doc, Ock hammerhead ghost story where he fell off a hot helicopter and looked like he was going to go splat in New Jersey farmland. I guess he really is going to die this time to be continued
0: <laughs> in two weeks spider-man's funeral two,
4: yeah uh-huh. and by the
0: way when i am i the only one that read this and this looks like his legs are on backwards doesn't this look like a butt it well yeah because <laughs> now that you mention it,
6: it no, uh, no, actually, i'm just yeah, seriously
1: yeah. worried about you
2: i, I know. know it does not look like a butt it's, it, supposed yeah, it shirt, like like,
6: uh, it's supposed to be a shirt like it's supposed to be a shirt like it's costume shirt like up because he destroyed yeah. the web cartridges it around the belt. Like but
0: anyway, sorry.
6: Wait, do your, yeah.
2: does your butt have big dimples like that? Then I've
0: never seen the other side. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just abs,
1: and
2: please
0: man. don't show us
2: yeah.
1: you know. It's a well, fun. Kelly
0: just so happens no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting the moon people on this show for years. <laughs> 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 Let me just take a look at JR again. Look at this. You yeah, got Norman, <laughs> Paul, and Paul. I mean,
1: well, yeah, and see, the thing yeah. is, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was try- see, I to <laughs> see, <laughs> trying to see. more! I'm covering up Norman. You see, so now yeah. it's just yeah. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Paul, is my, all hero. Paul okay. is my hero now. So can,
2: can I just say that Marvel has broken us all so bad that JR has resorted? To becoming a fan of Paul.
6: (laughs) Yeah. In fact, yeah. In fact, I was going to say. We are so
2: abused and Uh broken. As a society. <laughs> I know. JR, yeah. you need some
0: scotch tape. Put Paul right over that goblin head over scotch. your coach.
2: I I I you know, I, I
1: originally was or going to, scotch. but the problem is it, it wouldn't, it would barely. it wouldn't even show up. Oh, yeah, it's too so, small. So yeah, so I kind of just small, have to hold G in here, holding here to cover Norman. Okay. So okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> poke <laughs> some yeah. holes and then you can wear it as a mask. All right.
1: we, I actually I thought about that, but I was running out of time. <laughs> right. We
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, we didn't even get a grade out of
0: JR. All this Paul talk. JR. What is your grade?
1: You know, I, I, I wanted to call it an incomplete, but I remember George called me an utter coward. Uh, (laughs) but, but, but there just was no story here. I Mm -hmm. mean, it was, it was was all set up. Uh, and, and to be honest, there's so many other things going on, you know, that's going to happen, you know, with what dark web and, Gold Goblin, which we'll do, and that's next oh, month. No. <laughs> uh, but then the whole X Men thing, Spider Man is going to do the X Men thing, and then there's a Judgment Day crossover, and there's you know a new Halloween themed villain. I mean, honest <laughs> to God, you know, and and and, and here's the thing: I, I didn't touch on this when we talked about nine hundred uh, because that conversation has was going on, you know. But it's like. It's almost like I, I just think they have deliberately because Spencer and again whatever happened happened, I don't know. But Spencer set up a lot of emotion a lot of things to pay off after the the, the story. You know, dealing with Harry being gone again, Liz dealing with that, now dealing with flashes come back. It's like we we don't even want to we we we're too lazy or Or don't even know how to handle all this heavy emotional stuff. So we'll go six months. We'll do a time jump. Mm
4: -hmm. So we don't
1: Mm -hmm. have to deal with it. So we don't have to explain it. So we don't have to segue in it because we're too lazy and too, too, too hackish is what it starts to sound like to me. I may, I may eat my words in two years if they do revisit Mm -hmm. these, but boy, right now it's like they've deliberately done a time jump just to avoid telling these stories.
0: JR, uh, you have triggered Vinkman. Uh, Vinkman has given us a super oh. chat for you to <laughs> stop putting up more images of Paul. <laughs> so you hear that sound in the background, Vinkman? His printer is going off right now. He's printing more <laughs> images. He's going to start selling t shirts. So, Vinkman. Well, I, I mean, this you?
1: is the amazing Spider Man Paul space. So, uh... <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
0: uh. But thank you for the super chat, Vinkman. Yes, Vinkman. So, fun. what was the grade?
1: I had to give it a C minus.
0: C minus. Okay. Kelly? Uh,
5: D plus.
3: D plus. Okay. Craig? Uh, C minus is for me.
5: Sarah? D. But there was one thing that I hope that they come back to, and it's MJ was going to say something. She started off with to tell you Mm -hmm. the truth, and then all of a sudden Paul showed up. So that's one thing I'm I'm very interested in, but the rest of the issue, I don't
4: like it.
0: Yeah, and, and this this panel, we should get back to the kids. That just,
5: ugh.
4: Yeah.
0: It's so weird. So weird. So what was your grade, Sarah? I'm sorry. What was it? D. D, okay. So we got a, man. Uh, Mike, are you going uh, higher G than a D? Also. D a pl- D plus also. D plus? plus, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> C minus out of me. I guess mm. I liked it a little. I, I kind of like the Vulture, even though JR made fun mm. of it. I kind of like yeah. the Vulture being inspired by the granddaughter to go kill Spider-Man. I like, let's take his head off. I thought that was kind of cool. But, mm-hmm. but
2: that, that felt more like a B story than the yeah. main story. Right. Yeah. Your B that, story shouldn't be better than your main story. Sometimes
0: mm. the B stories are better. I You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I agree. You no, know, the
1: the impact. See, here's the thing, and we were talking about like you know when Kelly was asking, does editorial do anything? Editorial hadn't done anything in a long time. But no. see, I mean, I mean, so you miss the you know you're sitting there wondering why the vultures acting like this. You know when an editorial note could have said. I I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like they, it, 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 well, again, that's because that's only for old people and, and these new readers that we're dealing with can't deal with editor's notes or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, any kind of emotional impact that, or, or anything that would have added, you know, a little bit more depth to the story. I mean, they just completely ignored it
6: by, you know, just leaving everybody in the dark, you know? Well, yeah, and that's a, and that's the problem because we, yeah, go ahead, Kelly.
2: Well, what I was going to say though, because you said young people, and it's like, I don't think that that (laughs) has anything to do with anything because I think, especially newer readers would appreciate an editorial note, explaining Mm -hmm. some of these things or giving reference to some of these Mm -hmm. things. And the issue is, is that editorial has decided, which I don't know if that came down from Disney or whatever, whatever's going on. They're the ones that have said they don't want to touch it or deal with it. And I think a large part of that though, is coming from nobody is story checking anything. They're Mm -hmm. assuming that the head writer and the team is going to do that for them.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And the issue is is as we saw in 900, no, they don't always do that. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't I I'm really confused as to what job editorial even has other than, you know, Nick Lowe writing really <laughs> Almost like antagonizing <laughs> what, notes in the yeah. back. Right.
1: Well, well I mean, the, the other
0: images yeah. yeah.
1: What I wanted to say, but but before but before I forget, and I apologize, Mike. But when mm-hmm. I say young people, I don't necessarily <laughs> mean because, like, like well, for example, Spencer. You know, Spencer just turned twenty-one, but and it's like he recognizes the stupidity of some of these stories, or, or like it's so. I mean, when I say young people, it's like what this is this unknown magical audience they're chasing. If if they're even doing that. So, I mean, I'm not (laughs) talking about, I'm not talking about, you know, and like I said, my daughter, you know, she picked up a few issues. She picked up one of the beyond issues and said, oh God, this is crap. You know, she'd be one of the target audiences. like, Mm -hmm. so like, you know, my kids are like, you know, this is this the audience you're chasing? Because they don't like this shit either.
6: Right. <laughs> so anyway, well,
1: that's why I was saying I was using it as a generic like
6: well the central problem with this thing is not it's to the editorial thing, it's also because we have in this issue it's basically a climate prime example of why the mystery box method really can really suck. Because just to recap, we have uh, Peter and Mary Jane have have separated for reasons unexplained. She went to, she hooked up with this guy, Paul, for reasons unexplained. She has two kids. One of them who looks like her for reasons unexplained. Peter was also there. We finally get a flashback in this issue in which we see Paul try to punch Peter for reasons unexplained. We yeah. have uh, Norman. Os- apparently Peter was so desperate that he went to Norman Osborne for reasons unexplained. Um, we made him a suit for reasons unexplained. New super how, reasons how long do we get some explained? I told the web apparently. So Dark we have not even year. in the main book we got to wait till next year, apparently from what I understand. So yeah, there's like everything. Of, uh, it, so there's no emotional connection at all to anything what's happened. I mean, it would have been nice. If it's like, Hey, all we have is like, this, like Jero saying all this vague references to a backstory that we know nothing about. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so we're just like, we're complete. Like, so there's no, like, uh, we're, what are we supposed to feel with? I mean, we, I guess we're supposed to feel upset about, peter and mary jane not be together and everything this but again we'd have no context for any of this what's going yeah. on and why is why is peter and mary why is peter like palling around with the one Norman and yes we all that he finally mentioned something about his sins and everything but yeah. even then there's like a history there yeah. and mary jane yeah. why would she be talking to trying to like hey i need your help norman for to pitch these pharmaceuticals from the x-men she wouldn't want nothing to do with this guy.
3: Yeah. Hey, Norman, I know you killed my daughter when I was pregnant, but uh, yeah. can you help me out here? Yeah,
6: she... Did she, she well, yeah, did I
3: she, remember... Yeah. That,
2: that's still iffy. Right. So you, I will throw that out there. That that <clears throat> part's iffy. The
6: correct? fact that she killed... He still killed Gwen. That's yeah. probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. That, like, that's still
0: when there. One of the
3: read read this, readers this, we know.
0: <gasps> he, yeah. Oh, hello, cat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I, I will harp on... Yeah, no, MJ this entire time. And this has been one of my biggest gripes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like Zeb Wells doesn't know how to write Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's not true.
4: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's been my biggest question of why is she basically like personality wise has had a total lobotomy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
4: But, yeah.
2: Like why? Yeah. Like, but again, I we'll go into it in the next episode. Our next recording in Spider News, yeah. but ultimately it feels more like Marvel just doesn't care about Mary Jane and wants to move her away yeah. from
4: Spider. When, when I read older? this,
0: the first thing that went in my mind is, what would Jr. think of this panel? It, what is that Jr. The handshake? <laughs> would Peter ever shake Norman's hand?
1: Well, I, I can't see it. I don't want to give. I mean, I don't want to start talking about. Cause you've in spider news, we're going to talk about what's going to be going on with Norman. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't want to, but it, but it's like, there's a story there, but yeah. we've just skipped over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it, it's like, you know, yes, would Peter, of course, you know, Peter would, you know, of course, Peter would, would seed spit in Norman's face, but what has happened has, you know, right. there, it, it, there could be a story there, but obviously I don't <laughs> think it's going to be told. It, it's right. not going to be told. Uh because I, I just don't think they're capable of doing it. I mean, I really don't. But the story is not going to stick to the landing.
0: But then it just feels like the characters are so off from what we read. Mm-hmm. And that just me- takes mm-hmm. the enjoyment out of the reader. I'm like, why are these two acting so out of character? See, see, here's the thing. If this backstory was as interesting
6: as they're implying, we should have already gotten it. Yeah. We should have we should have already that been, could have told been
0: in the 900th issue exactly.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the 900th issue
1: could have been all the emotionally heavy stuff that mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It, it could yeah. have been the, uh, the 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 kind of the segue or the connection between the end of Spencer's run and the beginning of Wells' then, run. You know, then the
0: betrayal I, when Norman goes evil would he be even more impactful? Because mm-hmm. Peter has actually forgiven his worst enemy. Which
1: <laughs> I
0: don't even think that's a story that could that's be told not even. Because, po- I
1: mean, really, that's not yeah. even possible. I know it's not even possible. But yeah. you know, the but you know, again, it's one of those things that a good writer can take a concept. Like for example, if I if I said, "Hmm, let's give this idea to Peter David," you know, let's Peter David, let's tell a story where Peter actually gets along with Norman. You know, or and I'm sure he would make a best effort to explain yeah. how something could possibly how that could possibly happen. I, we're not going to get that here. Yeah, I mean it's just. By the
0: way, chi Town just tuned in. He wants to. Go, <laughs> <laughs> There's also a T-shirt, Peter. Yeah. Look at, <laughs> and, and we're going to cover the Goblin poster up with a third picture. Town. Yeah.
1: There yeah.
0: We go. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, other cons any, that we haven't hit on, but, because we need to hit the other show.
5: Uh, just to add something really yeah. quick. I think yeah. what, what we've been talking about, it's just all really frustrating because I feel like I'm buying this book in hopes of finding out what happened. And yeah. everything just seems to not fit right. And yeah. I think I'll feel that way until this is resolved.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we'll have another mystery. And, and mm-hmm. potentially this long-term, year-long mystery will be unfulfilling. It'll be very much fluff for something that, like, eh, was this worth the journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like the end of Spencer's run with Kindred. Was that worth the journey? I don't well, think it was. Here's the thing: at least, Ken, at least with Kindred, you actually had an under—you actually had a
6: beginning to this thing. Here we're like stuck in the middle, where the perpetual yeah. Yeah. middle. We never saw what the beginning of this thing was. That's the yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. Uh Town says, "JR, you're now on his list."
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: finally jr's on someone's list jr yeah. only had the list oh. Any, anything else i did this for you in the hope that you
1: would show up you know i, mean, um, I was trying to just i was yeah. trying to reach out to you you know
0: and uh, this panel will be jr and shy town at some point <laughs> <I
3: was waiting. laughs> no, <we're
0: not. laughs> all right can we do final thoughts or anything else you guys want to say i don't uh, know. I, I did okay,
3: like ahead, norman's, i did like norman's green golden cufflinks on the cover that's true. Oh
0: yeah, that is a nice little touch. Yeah, oh. yeah.
3: Um, I'm not I did, sure
0: I noticed those, but there they are. Look at those. Pretty yeah. dinky. Yep. Did
6: you, you notice that,
1: JR? Yeah, I did. I, I thought it was clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I like uh, I did like that. We got some progression on the Peter Paul and Mary story. Uh, Mary James, <laughs> Peter, oh, Paul, oh yes. Right?
6: I was wondering if somebody That's picked so so up funny. Funny. On, the, on the reference. Yeah. Peter there. Paul
3: and Mary, the story. Yeah. The vulture. The vulture is. Yeah, there's I, I, the the oh, <laughs> I thought Magic Dragon.
2: I thought y'all were I thought y'all were mentioning uh 3 by Britney Spears. Oh,
0: no, no.
2: Cuz that's in the lyrics no. too.
4: Yep, yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, final thoughts, Craig. Final thoughts on the 900th and 901st issue.
3: Uh 900th issue, I think that anyone reading the, the Zeb Wells run uh, a couple years from now, if they accidentally skip 900, they will not notice anything. Uh um, Yeah. In, in, mm-hmm. in 901 uh the vulture says what after i saved his life in the uh in the previous issue but that's the only reference to 900 so i think right. 900 is a very skippable centennial issue which is um, sad and 901 um how will spidey's uh Rescued from falling from a great height. Well, if you turn to the final page, it shows next issue. Spidey is right flying some new goblin glider. So I'm assuming that the goblin glider is going to show up and, and yep. get underneath him and yep. save him. So uh, mm-hmm. even though we are, we've we already seen this image, so it kind of like takes away the. I mean, we know Spidey's not dying, even though in the letters page, they keep on saying, well, Spidey's dead. So uh, who's going to be uh, in the next
0: Right. One? So the glider comes up. He hops on the glider. He's dead.
3: Uh, he's That's de- it. he's no, dead. Norman sends the glider the glider to him. Yeah. yeah
4: yeah so that's
3: yeah. my
5: theory all right sarah final thoughts on your first review show yay, yay! I'm i i was actually thinking something a little different with the end of 901 i thought uh what's her name tiana uh would Grand show Heart. up ah. and, and save spider-man um, yeah. but i might i might be eating those words um yeah, but I, 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 like I said, I thought the 900th issue was extremely disappointing. Yeah. Um, should should not have been that way for an instantennial and for a 901, I am looking forward to seeing the new features of this suit that Norman's developed. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Why um, I, Peter would specifically take a suit Norman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it is what it is, and here we are. So I'm just exactly curious to see. Yeah, Mike.
6: Exactly. Final thoughts um well again so apologies for the late thing again i mean okay. but, but but and they say but in terms of the issues themselves um yeah 900 probably like it said not exactly the most memorable of centennial issues mm-hmm. it's probably going to be like you know oh it's be like a weird curiosity thing like this and 901 is just like it just, just to me it just it it just seems like such kind of a letdown from what we got from the first five issues but especially with the tombstone thing so we because we know zeb wells can actually do deliver a decent we've seen that wells can deliver a decent enough story you know i mean there it, there, it's there but it's just the stuff that's surrounding this particular run especially the mystery boxing is what's killing this book and it just yeah. so far if it's a, he's just gonna just drag this out until dark web happens it's just like yeah you know but yeah, it's it's it better be it better be worth it. It better be worth it. Better be good is the result right. of whatever these answers are to these right. questions, but you know. But I'm not holding right.
0: up. Kelly, yeah. final thoughts.
2: Um, I mean it's what everybody else is saying, but ultimately yeah. everything that we just reviewed is forgettable, just like mm-hmm. us talking about the last special the issue, the last backup story. Yeah. With Vulture's granddaughter mm-hmm. that we all can't seem to remember. Where it was—that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah, very um, forgettable. Yes,
2: we're gonna be, you know, here a hundred issues from now, and yeah. forget again. We're not gonna know. Like none of this is memorable. It, like honestly, the best thing about this episode that we've talked about. Has JR. been Jr printing out three.
0: That is the best part. He he so. blew through an ink cartridge for that joke.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and it was worth it. It yes,
0: was. Be rich. We're not going anywhere. We got another show after this. So stick yeah. around. Uh, we have final thoughts out of Jr. Go ahead, Jr.
1: Oh, I, I, I really, I, I really didn't have any. I mean, it, it's just, it's like I told you at the beginning, you know, before we signed on, this is a rough one. I mean, it's, we're yeah. in from some rough sailing. And the, again, the thing, uh, again, with, with dark web and judgment day or whatever, I mean, yeah it's the events are going to get in the way. If there was a story building, if there was any momentum, it's all going to get killed by going to these events. So
0: yeah, you know, same old, same old, um, we are going to be back in just a little bit. AJB says, good stream. Thanks everybody. We're going to do spider news in just a few minutes. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to take a bathroom break before Mm then. Um, if uh, before we oh we got radiaxes don't worry Jr more trees were wasted printing nine hundred <laughs> than Paul posters. Um, I agree. So we
3: see Paul cosplayers coming up soon?
0: Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, if you say the word Paul, someone appears. So I don't know if he's going to appear if we say the word Paul over and over, he might uh-huh. appear. Uh-huh. I think
1: got was more likely to appear than Paul if R- you yeah. say his name
0: over and over. but uh. That's what I'm going for. I gave him the <laughs> link. He's supposed to. He's, he texted me. He's like, there he is. There he, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to pat it out. Shytown, there you are, bro. <laughs> Take him on. <laughs> oh my God, that face. <laughs> okay, I've had a of thoughts, all Shytown day on today. JR i've had a
6: headache all day today and i thought you know what i'll come on the live stream that will release some pain but more pain has followed (laughs) jr i can deal with the fact that you find norman osborne
0: i can deal with the fact
6: that your family is a cub fan okay but sir you have crossed the line
0: You are wearing a t-shirt of an enemy. Hold on. Let's take another look at that shirt. Uh, It's not. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank God it's a cardboard cutout or whatever. whatever. The time
6: and pressure you put into making this thing.
0: What is wrong? JR has finally gone off the edge. Hold on a second. We have a super chat. Paul forever. Josh, shut. <laughs> <Josh>, sh- <laughs> put Jr. in a home okay. now. He no, senile. No. <laughs> okay, okay. So we need Spencer no, to get him out.
2: The the enemy here is not Jr. The enemy here is Marvel. Marvel has broken Jr. He, they have broken this man.
4: They have abused us for so long. <laughs>
2: That this is what this has resorted to. <laughs> we, we need to fight the power and fight the man, and the man is apparently. Oh, marveled. we
0: have a we have an opposing super chat. <laughs> Brad, Jr. No. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Wait, 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 hold on. I thought this was going to be a promotion for, like, a Crawl space Wrestling match that we're going to have between oh. be, between, uh, between town and, and JR. Rumble? Can we
2: really do sense. that to, like, abused people? Because then so- <laughs>
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, see how I was trying to stall JR so I could get shytown town in here? <laughs> he texted me right before we wrapped up. <laughs> Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spider Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.